Hello and welcome to episode 481 of the Leadcast Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Cooper. Joining me is the other bad boy of Leadcast, Colton Blue Basket Sweat. Yeah, you know I know how bad I am, Nick. How bad? How bad? How tough are you? I mean, how bad are you? I'm so bad I can't even get out of plat two. Oh no! <laughs> well, tell us about that in just a minute. Uh, on this episode of Leadcast, we've got a couple new patrons. Uh, we have a tiny bit of Leadcast news, including. A new plays video. Um, we have a uh, a couple of um, uh, new news to talk about. Uh, pretty small things, so we'll uh, breeze right through that. Um, we'll give our first impressions of the new TFT set, which was, I don't know what it's called, but it's something. Um, we will talk about uh, MSI being this week. We will read your roundtable answers from last week, as well as uh, talk about uh, roundtable answers from this week. Uh, and then close out with a couple of emails. Aiden, I mean Aiden. Wow, Aiden's not here. It's just such a habit, you know, jumping right into yeah. it. I'm not. I'm not used to transitioning to you. I prefer to talk Colton. to Aiden. Also, <laughs> that's not true. Colton, <laughs> how was your week? Um, my week was pretty good. Um, I think net negative for solo queue. No. Um. Yeah, it's it's wild. Some of the games I lost where we were just like stomping, and then everything just went to shit. Let's see. Um, I'm looking you up. <laughs> um, or games where I just like felt like I like, it just didn't matter at all. Where it's like, oh, cool, I'm jungling and my top laner died solo eight times. Yeah. Um, like that Zareth oh, game, see. for example. Like I, we we swapped and I was against the Maokai and the Sanjus was against the Wukong. We both mm-hmm. like solo killed our lane opponent twice. Like Nidalee, how did bot lane do? <laughs> uh, bot lane did nothing all fucking game. All they had to do mm. was like be relatively like useful in team fights i think i think our ad carry did less damage like our ad carry and support did less damage than like their support like it was just yeah it was bad the jinx did fucking nothing against their kaisa actually did stuff um but other than that i've been playing a little bit of the new tft set trying to figure out all the new you know traits and origins and items we'll talk about that a bit later um still still been playing lots of slay the spire on my phone trying to climb up that uh as the ascension ladder um it gets harder every time so i'm almost i'm almost to the end hell yeah but that's about it for me how about you what you been up to um let's see i feel like i had something oh savannah and i are very close to finishing uh, part four of jojo um, we are on the last three episodes, so it is pretty exciting. Nice. Um, Bites the dust has uh, has has revealed itself, so that's pretty cool. Um, I feel like I beat a game. Oh, I beat Doom. I beat Doom this week. Nice. Uh, that game is so fun. It's super sick. Kind of accomplishes everything that I think it sets out to do, um, which sounds kind of lackluster like oh okay that's not very impressive at all but um it you know it's not sugarcoating anything it's not promising to be like the greatest game of all time but Mm -hmm. it's super fun to run around get access to to like super fun guns and -hmm. just kill demons yeah i think i i haven't played it but i think what you're describing is to me like what the film mad max fury road like epitomizes Mm -hmm. where it's like 
in, in all reality, it's like it, it's nothing crazy special, but it's unabashedly doing exactly what you want from it. And it's exactly, doing yeah. it to the fucking like nth degree where it's like Mad Max. What is it? Big cars, explosion, fire, desolate landscapes, heavy metal. Like that's all it is. They fucking drive to one place and then they drive back. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It's gorgeous, and that's all it needs to do. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's how I feel. The the one thing mm-hmm. that I I would like to give a special mention to is I think the level design in that game yeah. is absolutely fantastic there's never a time where i think you feel truly like lost or that you're you're uh, trekking back over ground for no no apparent reason um like shortcuts Mm. are super super like shortcuts are exactly where you want them to be like super sick i uh i really like it a lot looking forward to the um, doom eternal whenever it goes on sale on steam nice but pretty cool um Otherwise, I think that's about it. Uh, I didn't play any solo queue this week, so no uh, no update there. Um, let's jump into the show. We have three new patrons, Lucky Ducky, Skep, and Ryan. But we also have a show at the first of the month where we read everyone's name. That's true. Everyone we read that everyone's name. Us. Everyone's name in the world. Except so. for all of you individuals formerly known as Josh. There's only one Josh now, so we're only <laughs> going to read one. <laughs> Um, shout out to Aaron, Aaron, Adam, a dorky owl, Adrian, Adrian, sadly not Joshua, Antonio, Aodin, Armis, Ashley, Asmo, Atsuko, Banyumi, Beer Better, uh, Bellator, Benjamin, Benjamin, Big Peen, Sheen, Blooper, Boats and Bros, Brennan, Bright Equinox, Brother Dust, Caleb, Kane, Cameron, Chaz, Chris, Chris, Clogwater, Coca-Cola, Corey, Corey, Courtney, Cowboy, Dalton, Dowski, but actually an Alex, Dan, Daniel, Danny Stormit, Dante Boy, Dapper Dodge, uh, David, Devin, Diggity Daxter, Dominic, Dr. Dre, Drew, Dr. Herfer, um, Dr. Professor Gubert, Dream Villain J, uh, Dylan, Ellie Saga, uh, Elliot, Elliot, Inebriated Otter, <gasps> Evan, Foxlow, Franco, Frozen, Ninja, Gavin, Gamer Wolf, Gray White, Hardstuck, Heimerdinger, One Trick, H Fire, Hungry Italian, I Am 3D Ski, Ian, Isaac, It's in My Veins, Jacob, Jake, Jamal, James, uh, Jazeel, Jazzy Joshua Juggernaut, Jeff JFK was quick scoped, uh, Jigmink Joe B, John Jorge, um, Jordan Josh, but not a Josh, 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 Joshua, Josh, Joshua, 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 Justin, Carson, Chaos, Keegan, Kennedy, Kevin, Kirk, Klon, Amy, uh, Conrad, Lacona, Levi, Leviathan, Lil Barnabas, Lil Lorian, Lofi, Luis, Lucas, Lucky Ducky, Mark, Mark, Marshall, Matt, Matthew, Michael, Misa, M. Kefius, uh, Molly, Mr. Ginger, uh, Drew, Nathan, Nathan, Nikoj, Nial, uh, Nicholas, Night, uh, Night Rift, Niku because it's me in Japanese, Noah, Orden, Papa Kush Ivern, Pards Bay, Saigonic, Purple Play Panda, Pika Support, Raphael, Rattlesnake Jake, Rebecca Brown, whoops, uh, Red Lefty, Ricardo, RJ Flynn, Ryan, 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 Scarecrow Jones, Scott, Secretly a Josh, Selfius, Skep, Smeg, Mork, Sodafish, Spartle, Speedy Spike, Stu, Stewart, Sunny, T-Hubs, Tanner, Thane, The Last Samurai, Thomas, Thoriander, uh, TNB, Tune, Tasol T, uh, Tia, sorry, Tuned Can, Ty, Victor, Womper, Wyatt, Zod, Zach, 
Zachary and Zachary. Whew. You did it. You made it through. I did it. That one, I feel like I, I kind of stumbled through that one. A little you know, bit. I, I didn't have the, the grace that I normally do. You really didn't. Reading is hard. I feel like there are less Joshes than there normally are. The, I mean, I, I think, think it's pretty self-explanatory. I think some of our Joshes legit changed their name on Patreon. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> or they're dead. Um, or they're dead. So uh, let's get into Leakhouse news. We have the the uh, top plays video mm-hmm. uh, go live. Um, there's this distinct, distinct lack of uh, Nick plays in there. So yeah, it's kind of awful. I, they, I don't think there are any Colton plays either. I didn't submit any. I don't think but so either. That was weird. I think Abe I submitted re- one and it didn't get picked. It <laughs> needs to review my match history and watch my mods to put plays in. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Other than that, we did we finished op.gg reviews for last month. So if you are ugg about, reviews, ugg reviews, <laughs> yes. Uh, so if you're at that Patreon level, go check out how we tell you to play more games if you haven't, or uh, play the character you're good at. Yeah, that's um that's a big thing. If you have played less than like ten games uh, over the course of the month, it's going to be hard to to give some feedback on that. Um, so if you want the best feedback that we can give you, you got to play play some games. So we it's okay to take a break every once in a while, data, my dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, jumping into the new news, thank you, Samurai. Uh, there is an arcane trailer for a Netflix uh, adaptation of the show or of the of the game um, in show form that showcased, uh, I think, Caitlin Jinx and Vi. I'm not sure if there were any others. I didn't watch it too long. It's like uh, 20 or too much seconds. Yeah, I think yeah. Caitlin Jinx Vi are the only ones that you know for sure. Mm-hmm. Def- definitely the ones that are at the forefront of this trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, which it seemed pretty at hyped, the very though. least yeah it seemed pretty cool um i wasn't as hyped as i think i saw other people on our discord getting um i thought it looked good you know but i didn't think it looked like anything too crazy i suppose it was very <laughs> short and like three quarters of it was either like intro outro or just the letters on screen yeah exactly it was hard to hard to get yeah. hype when it was such little to go it, off of. It was. It felt much more like a teaser than a proper trailer. So I just. Yeah. I hope we see more soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do think at the very least, it, it looks like they are starting on a good note. So hopefully, we get something good in fall and not something disappointing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be great. Um, we have a Project L update. I don't remember what that is. Uh, no beta this year, and there's going to be a dev update at the end of the year to share more about the game. I wonder if that's the MMO. That's what I'm um, thinking. It's probably the MMO, because they already released the shooter in the card game. True. We're just missing the, the fighting game in the MMO? And the fighting game, yeah. Oh, I don't think it's the fighting game, though. I think fighting game had an earlier letter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't we'll know. We'll see. We'll see. Too bad Aiden's not here to tell us. He would know. <laughs> that's okay. Project L coming later. Um... Sweet. We're going to talk, uh, uh, we're going to jump into the Guaranteed Guffaws section. Yeah, because we didn't um, get any five stars. Yeah, we didn't get Apparently any five stars. Listen, five star review. Us. Um, so we want to talk about the, the new TFT set. We spent some time yesterday playing uh, on uh, both normal games and a quick little hyper roll, but we can give yeah. our thoughts about that. Um, let's let's do that first, actually. What do you think of hyper roll? Um, I really like hyper roll. Um, I think. It, it it's good to learn the set and it's a very different play style because it's like playing for streaks and economy i think is one of like the biggest 
points of like good TFT is managing your economy and like streaking well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean um, for sure. So like it, it takes a lot of that out. But that being said, it is a very different skill set to be like, well, I just need to like win rounds every time right away and like play a little bit more early focused. Yeah. As well as to like try out a new comp really quick, figure out what all the units and traits and items do. Uh, it seems it seems like a lot of fun. Um, I think the the two games I played, I had one where I didn't drop around, and then I had one where I didn't win around. <laughs> so very yeah. very different performances. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was fun. Nice. Yeah. Um, I I agree. I I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed the 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 length of it being so short. Um, I thought it was really fun to 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 be able to try different things and not feel too committed to like to one thing. Yeah, I I've uh, had that so many times in just regular TFT where it's like I want to try this comp, and like ten yeah. minutes in, you either didn't hit or you overrolled or like somebody took it or something happens and you're like. Well, I can either, like, play another 15 minutes and go 7th, or I can just, like, surrender now so I can try again. Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah. doesn't feel great. Uh, but that being said, for the new set proper, um, as someone who hasn't played a lot of TFT in general, h- how do you feel about it? Um, I honestly have no idea how to feel about it. I think the, the, the comps are pretty interesting. Uh, I think they've picked some really cool things that, um, not attributes, but I think it's really cool that they're doing crazy stuff with, um, with a lot of the, the, uh, uh what, what do they call Traits? Traits um, and Origins. Yeah. I think Hel- Hellions is really cool. I think Abomination might be the coolest one so far. Um, it's I think, cooler, uh, cooler than Galio. I think so. I think so. But I, I like Scion more than Galio, you know? Um, but That's they took something similar. very similar. I, th- those are very similar, I'm sure. Um, but I, I think it's pretty cool that, they've, that they're have that they doing uh, really, really interesting stuff versus, like, Wild, which is just gains attack speed. You know? Mm-hmm. Now it's just, yeah. that's just built into additional things. Yeah, yeah. They've definitely added more unique stuff than in, in the original sets where I was just like, attack faster or have more ap yeah yeah so it's pretty cool um i mean do you have any any additional thoughts on yeah so i mean as as someone who at least set three played a ton set four played a decent amount uh 4.5 i never really got into super hard um but i'm enjoying this one so far i think um at least so far, I, I think that, like, it's going to probably change pretty significantly in the first few patches. Um, I, I'm not sure, like, I, I feel like there there's supposed to be, like, auto-attack comps and then, like, really beefy comps and, like, caster comps. Mm-hmm. And I know that the Vel'Koz comp and, like, the Karma caster comps are both good but i haven't been able to get them work in the slightest and that and that feels really shitty but i think that's just because i'm playing them way off Mm. um i i think that there's a lot going on with the shadow items which i don't love um i 
I get it, but it's it's very hard to, I, I guess, like, not only do I have to learn all the new traits and origins, but all of the various, like, shadow items now. Um, which, I mean, it'll come in time, but it's just a lot. As well as the fact that then, like, if you have a shadow spatula item, it becomes a different trait. Um, yeah, that was something that um, I wasn't really, uh, like... I. I I understand that shadow items are different. Um, I guess without being able to see what all of them are in the client itself, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's going to be almost impossible to understand it completely. Yeah. And I, I think that but. like already spatula items were the ones that are kind of like, Oh wait, which one is that? And now they've just yeah. added twice as many of them because you have all the shadow variants. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, like that, that comes with time as well as like the recognizing the characters um i think it's really interesting like with cavalier and then like there's not i i think quite as many um like frontliners that all, are all gonna stack the same trait like you don't run like six knights like you used to be able to run like six vanguards or like eight brawlers mm -hmm. you, you normally need to kind of do a mix of frontliners which i like um it also makes the game feel a lot more flexible Whereas, you know, again, like, last set is just like, okay, well, your front line are going to be, like, it's going to be brawlers or vanguards, or maybe at a certain point you'll have enough keepers or adepts to front line. But realistically, it's just, like, you put out, like, an Aatrox and a Sejuani, and, and you're good. Yeah. Um, we're, and I think that that's still kind of the case now if you get to, like, the Mordekaiser and Volibear in the late game, but... The Rel. <laughs> the Rel. Yeah, Rel's nuts. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, I think the five costs seem a little odd. I don't know which ones are supposed to be, like, hard carries or not. Because, like, it seems like Kale is supposed to be a hard carry, but I typically see her used more as just, like, a synergy bot mm -hmm. for her traits. So I, I, I'm excited to see where the set goes and what kind of balance they do to it. I'll probably start nice. trying to grind some rank maybe next week. You plan on playing a lot of it? Uh, yeah. I mean, it depends on, like, if I like it once I get into it. But I think I probably will. And I'll... N now that I have this blemished record of only making Diamond in, in 4.5, <laughs> I, uh, I need to get back to Master. You can do it, bud. I believe five you. and 5.5. <laughs> nice. Gotta, gotta get your rank back up every, like, six months before they change it all again. <laughs> <laughs> True. It does change very quickly in that, mm -hmm. in that game. Although that's probably a good thing. Yeah, it, it is fun. It it sucks sometimes when, like, they take the comp you like away. Mm -hmm. um, and particularly, like, the play style that you liked away. Whereas, like, I really liked, towards the end of uh, 4.5, or sorry, 4, running the Vanguard Ari comp. Mm -hmm. And, like, they had a Nico version, kind of, but it just didn't really feel the same at all. Or uh, nearly gotcha. as strong. Anyway, gotcha. that's enough about TFT. I'll probably play more and, and maybe stream some soon. Sweet. Um, let's move into competitive league. The midseason invitational is this Thursday, beginning at 9 a.m. Eastern, um, where we'll see uh, Cloud9 take on... I can't remember who it's going to be first. Uh... Zubu C9 Frost. versus, uh, versus uh, Damon Kia, actually. Yeah, Zubu Frost. That's what I said. <laughs> Zubu Frost. Um, but should be a, a pretty good um, 
uh, should be a pretty good event. Looking yeah, forward to it. So I'm going to see some good League of Legends. Um, let's move into the round table where last week's question was, what legendary or ultimate skin would you like to see updated? Yeah, um, on Twitter, yeah, got uh, from Aaron, the Udyr Ultimate was one of the original Ultimate skins, I believe. So I bought it out of excitement, despite never playing him. Needless to say, I was very disappointed. I think Spirit Guard Udyr is real good. I think so, too, but I guess in comparison to, like, the others. maybe Elementalist Lux, you know, mm-hmm. I could I could see that being a... A little disappointing, I suppose. Yeah. I, I also feel like it's... It's... I think people have said it before where it's like, if Udyr was released today, that would just be his base skin. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but... Yeah. I, 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 I'm I, with you there that I think... I think it's hyperbole, a, a, like, a little bit. Yeah. But I can understand the sentiment. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Jason said, I would like to see Pulsefire Ezreal updated. His model looks a little outdated compared to the other Pulsefire skins, and the spell effects could definitely use a makeover. I agree. It doesn't feel like a legendary skin, and yeah. it's not as clean as the other Pulse Fire. And like Pulse Fire should be very clean. Like that's the it's supposed to be futuristic, like sharp edges, clean lines, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and lastly, he, uh, Nas Ehos said, uh, "Got to be either Gentleman Chogath or Corky." I don't know which Corky skin. Uh, anyway, would prefer um, to see what they do with Cho though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know Probably what... Red Baron, Corky, I imagine. Red Baron. Yeah, Red Baron. That is a legendary skin, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yikes. Um, so we had issues with our Facebook, so if you answered on Facebook, I apologize, but we weren't able to access them for some reason. Um, on Discord, Part says, I think that Odyssey Kane looks pretty lame. The Shadow Assassin weapon looks really dumb, and I'm not sure what the Red Kane looks like because I don't play that. Regular old uh, Aiden. Uh, over here lucky ducky said demon blade trinomir is pretty much just wow edgy demon uh, demonic sword man that we have totally not seen before the main thing uh the main thing is that the wild Rift version of the skin is actually dope since it looks like atrox slash another darken has take o- taken over his body which fits thematically i don't know how easily you can port the skins cross platform but some of the wild Rift skins are actually amazing um yeah, I mean, it's the benefit of getting to, to completely, do, like, redo models and spell effects and everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Demon, Demon Blade Trinomir would be a good one. Uh, and finally, Fable said, I would like to see my DJ Sona skin updated to be changed to Elementalist Lux, Lux please and thank you. That would be interesting. I, I would like to see it not based on, like, the 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 skin choice that you make in base um but from a mix of her her songs i think like mm-hmm. whenever you activate an ability it should play part of the song you know and then mix cleanly into another part of it which i think would be super dope but maybe it requires a little bit too much work i don't know um sweet this week's roundtable question was provided by jazzy juggernaut who said what was your first main why did you pick them and have they stuck with you if not why Nick, do you know the answer? Because I've, I've said this many times on the show. Do you know? I believe your first main was Trundle. No. You got, no, the, it's... You got the right letter. Yeah? Was it Trinomir? Nope. Wait. Are there other T champions? There are. <laughs> Who was it? Twisted Fate. Twisted Fate. Okay. Yeah. So um, 
before I started playing the game, Warren was playing the game, my older brother, um, and he played a lot of Twisted Fate. So, he played a lot of Twisted Fate. That's yeah. the character that I would, uh, that that's the person that I would, like, ascribe to that character. Yeah. And so I, at that point, wasn't really playing League. There were, there were other games, like, on my radar, and particularly I was playing a, a MOBA in, in StarCraft Brood War called Temple Siege. Um, and so he, he transitioned over well before I did. Um, and so whenever I'd, like, watch him play when we were hanging out, or we, like, because we shared a computer at that point, um, he'd be playing TF. So I, like, got to know the character and his abilities and his build. Like, I, I knew how it worked when I jumped in. And so that was really it. It was just, like, I, I knew how that character operated before mm-hmm. really playing the game at all. Um, but that was also back when you used to build Twisted Fate, like, attack damage on hit sort of ah okay um or you'd go like mid on hit with like malady and nasher's tooth Mm -hmm. um so that didn't really stick with me uh i definitely gave up on that particularly just when he became more of an ap caster mage uh and, and the on hit build died off and i never really picked it back up but he's also the first character i ever bought a skin for uh which he was one where I was like, I'm never like when I when I first downloaded the game, like everyone, I'm never gonna spend money on a free yeah, game. Yeah. Um and I forget what it was for. I think somebody gifted me RP for like a birthday or something. Mm. Or maybe it was like Riot did a thing and was like, Hey, here you go, you can get like one skin. And I got Jack of Hearts Twisted Fate, and that was my only skin for the first like couple years. And then now I have like hundreds because I spent too yeah. much money on the game. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that yeah. was that was my first main, and it did not stick. But how about you? Uh, my first main was Ash. Um, I played Ash a lot. Um, I don't explicitly remember why. Probably just because that's the first character that everyone plays. Um, and I, I don't remember having a lot of ability to buy other characters very frequently uh ip was very hard to come by back then um yeah it was a fucking grind getting your champions and having to make the choice like do i get another champion or do i get a rune page that i can actually play this one exactly do i get a rune page and then do i get runes for it like fuck man because you had to buy the rune page and then the rune separately um yeah, uh, she has not really stuck with me. I enjoy Ash as a character. Um, however, I feel like I do very poorly uh, any time that I play Ash. So it, it tends to uh, to keep me away from her. Mm. Um, but yeah. Um, tell us about your first main. Why'd you pick him up? Yeah, you and can hit us still up play on him? Discord or Twitter or send us an email and maybe Facebook if it decides to operate like a quality website yeah uh let's jump into mail fight the first question first email is from beetroots a few weeks ago y'all were talking about dpi from a listener question and it seemed odd to me that everyone even the pros have such low dpi let alone aiden's 800 i have my dpi naturally set to 6300 and have no issues uh, with my cursor or accuracy even if in fps games i don't have issues with accurate aiming admittedly i have a lower setting for games that full screen in smaller resolutions like fallout new vegas's default screen size my rambling aside i also had a question for you guys and how you feel about coaching should a player wait until they peak to get a coach 
Should they sign on right away or should they get a coach, never get a coach and accept it when they peak? Sorry, I hit send without uh, signing the email or apologizing for the length of it. Oh, I'm the 6300 DPI girl. Sorry for the long and disjointed email beat roots. Um, I don't know. I, everyone is is you know different with with the the settings that they prefer. Yeah, um, and I. Where can? How do I check mine? So that's one thing that I that I'm wondering because. In, in my mind, there's the actual DPI setting on like the mouse, but then there's the mouse sensitivity Hello? you have set in Windows and the mouse sensitivity you have set in League. So yeah. I, I feel like between those three interfaces, it's kind of like volume, where like if it goes through enough channels, at some point something's going to be like way off. Where I have to go in, like the League of Legends client adjusts my window mouse settings. And I have to go in and change it every game. Mm-hmm. Um, back to, it's set for 14 in Windows, and I don't know what the actual DPI on the mouse is, or what my setting in League of Legends is, but man, I don't, I just, I, I, I play with what I play with. I, I don't even know where to see that still. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too um, stupid. Anyway, as for coaching, um, I, I guess my opinion on coaching is really it's going to get you wherever your like your peak is faster in my eyes and it really just depends on whether you'd take the time to grind it out yourself or kind of just get the advice i i think mm-hmm. like advice from someone better than you is valuable and will again it'll get you where you're trying to go faster it's just whether or not you want to spend the, the money to do so yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I agree. I think the earlier that you do it, the better, obviously. Um, but it also depends on what your your goals are. If if your goal is to have fun playing a video game, I I don't think you need really need to worry about spending money on getting a coach or or the time that it takes to to sit down and, and review all your vods and and go through things like that. You know, play for fun. If your goal is to, to become the best player that you could possibly be, the earliest that you can sign up for coaching, the better, like I said. Um, because you don't want to you don't want to peak and then learn those bad habits in, you know, silver or plat, only to have to unlearn and, and, and relearn the mm-hmm. game, essentially, with, uh, with you know, the advice and the, and the perspective of a coach. Yeah. Um, I mean, having to... Uh, uh, having to figure out how the game worked on on uh, uh, QuickCast, you know, was, was hard for me as someone who has played with normal cast for you know literally a decade. Um. So, and I think that's sort of the same configuration. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I think really it's just again it depends on what your goals are. But I think the sooner, the better. I'm with you there. Yeah. Thanks for the email, Beatroots. Next one is from Michael. Haley Cast, longtime listener, but a fresh new Patreon. Hell yeah. And the current OCE holder of the moniker, Tim <laughs> Kench. Timothy but he, Kench. But he didn't spell it with T-I-H-M, so. That's okay. That's kind of a, you got the wrong name, bud. 
Uh, used to it's be hard a, to it's hard to it's hard to get that across in in uh, verbal form. You true. Know? Yeah. If if, if T I H M Tim Kench is available, you got to snatch that up too. Um, <laughs> anyway, I used to be a huge Dota Master Race advocate. Yeah. Moved to League because of friends, and have recently gotten back into Dota mainly because of its buttery smooth client. At least compared Very to true. League's, uh, it's such a different game yet somehow familiar because of their intertwined history. And I've come to appreciate both games and their niches and differences. This brings me to my question. Uh, inspired by the ability draft roundtable, what would you like to see from Dota, either a hero, mechanic, item, etc., brought into League? Uh, my first suggestion is standardizing invisibility across all champions, such that all stealth abilities make you invisible but any form of true sight including control wards sweeper tf ult etc um and he also says some champs would be buffed some would be nerfed and some would need to be chained etc uh, but he, he wants to yeah normalize invisibility instead of having camouflage and invisibility and but also stealth <laughs> yeah uh his second suggestion would be to introduce more micro-focused champs with multiple controllable units or clones. Uh, so, for example, in Dota, Phantom Lancer or Lone mm -hmm. Druid. Uh, there'd be a lot of engine work and a lot of bug fixes needed. Mord Coast, anyone? Uh, but I'd love to have my own goon squad or bear on the rift. Uh, wish you all the best, and remember to always hit them with the lick, Michael. Um, so I'm with you there that I would like to see... A little bit more as far as i know there's just camouflage and invisibility now probably i think that those are the only two and i think the exception is a collie shroud which even a control ward doesn't spot her in okay or maybe <laughs> but i mean the 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 sentiment that or, or the fact that we are having difficulty with it. And this is something that we've talked about, you know, for, for yeah. 10 years now. We, and we've played for 11 years. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's a problem, right? If, yeah. if, if we can't understand how many, uh, uh, stealth variations there are, you know, and how and can we expect someone who's abilities between like a sweeper yeah. and a control ward and a TF alt or at least in E or at least in Q, like it, it should be more clear and at the very least, if they, if they don't lower the variation and have them all be the same stealth, it needs to be more clear with more consistent interactions. And I think that the way that that really needs to happen is cut out the bullshit with, you can see my unit with a sweeper, but you still can't target me. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. That, to me, is ridiculous. Yeah. And has, has, I think, for me, always been a thing where it's like, oh, yeah, they have X stealth character, and they go stealth? Cool. You drop a control ward right on their head, and then you kick their ass. Mm -hmm. Like, cool, the Akali goes into her shroud, boom, drop a control ward. Like, yeah, I get this is supposed to be a strong ability, but I had to spend 80 gold to do this. Yeah, and it's, and it's only, it's, you know, location limited. So if you mm -hmm. leave it, it's not going to have any effect. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, I would prefer that as well. Um, yeah, and then I, I think anything you'd want go, to see brought over. Yeah, I actually. Um, so I am not a fan of micro champions um, in Dota. I'm, my brain is far too small for that. I understand people enjoy that, but that is not for me. Um, 
I would I, I discussed this in the um the Discord a little bit. Uh, I would love to see this is gonna this is a hot take, a very controversial opinion. I'll let you know right now. I would love to see the jungle relegated to this is a way for carries to accelerate their their build. Um I think it's okay that the jungle itself is uh, a role that you know primarily focuses on not laning um but i really like how the meta is sort of set up in dota overall where you know you're you're assigned a number based on on your farm priority essentially you know if you're position 1 you're the hard carry you know you're going to be you're you're going to be relied upon to to last at everything to build you know you don't build wards or support items like that like you need to hard carry these games farm up and hard carry and then you know ranging from ranging from position one like that to position five where like okay you're gonna maybe complete one item this game uh and that's gonna be boots and then you're gonna buy awards for the rest of the game i don't think that necessarily is healthy but the jungle is essentially a one minute respawn of okay clear the lane and then we're gonna go clear the jungle to get gold like to accelerate or Mm -hmm. you know i'm I'm having a rough lane i'm just gonna permanently stay in the jungle uh, you guys are going to have to salvage this until I get strong enough to to do something. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I really like that. I, I, I like that aspect of Dota. Um, I can understand that that would not be... Um, <laughs> that would be a drastic shift and maybe not even a good shift. Um, but I, I think that's something I would like to see come over. Yeah, I... I don't know. I haven't really played much of any Dota, so I don't have a lot to comment on. Um... I, I would say at the very least, I like the idea of a micro heavy champion where you control multiple units like sounds nice, but I just don't think that League can handle it because I think the closest you can really get is right like microing a Mordekaiser ghost in past versions or currently like or Annie. a Shaco or, clone or a Tim yeah. Goes, yeah I mean Shaco clone is probably the closest you can get like realistically yeah. um and I, I think like. Again, previously it was more ghost because like you'd have to be trying to like combo with your regular Mordekaiser abilities mm-hmm. while like attack moving an eighty carry ghost. Whereas for like Shaco clone, you more or less just like hey attack this guy, and that's about it. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, obviously you can do more, but it's just like league is not very conducive to micro wing like that. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't want to see that personally come over to League. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe something along the lines of like a Courier could be interesting. I could see that as like a Summoner spell or maybe even like a, a Boots option. Where it's like, hey, gotcha. I, I get like Courier Boots and it may be like you have to have Teleport to do it. Or like you can't have Teleport if you get Courier Boots or something and like you can then, like, have items delivered from the shop or something. Yeah, I'd like that on a, like, three- or four-minute cooldown. That'd yeah, be fine. I, I think that there's a way to go about doing it. Um, I think also, doesn't Dota have, like, activatable, consumable, like, scrolls? Um, yes, uh, they're, they're teleport scrolls. Okay, um, so... So everyone in the game can teleport. You just have to spend a little bit of money to, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it takes up... Ooh, I... So I haven't played Dota in a very long time. I they used to take up an inventory slot. I think there might be a special like uh teleport scroll 
slot that mm-hmm. you know is is separate from the inventory basically yeah i i could see like that being an interesting thing to bring over into league is like purchasable scrolls mm-hmm. and maybe even if they had it be like hey you have one scroll slot and it's like it's it's an it would have to be like an active consumable item but it could be similar to the elixirs but maybe they could add more variety in it and like again cap it behind a level or a time period in the game um and, and then open things up where it's like hey you can still get that late game teleport but also play for lane dominance it's just going to cost you like 500 gold for teleport yeah um, yeah i think i think that would be fine yeah, so hopefully that answers your question, Michael. Thank you for the email, and uh, look out for the proper spelling of Tim Kench. <laughs> yeah. uh, the next email is from Armis. Hey, all, all uh, we took your suggestions into consideration, so we're making some changes. Oh, this is in response to the patch notes, the secret patch notes that uh, he sent us from inside Riot HQ. First of all, we realized that we actually would be nerfing Leona if we went through with those changes. So now, when you hit with her CC combo, the enemy's router explodes and disconnects from them, uh, them from the game. Also, her W will make her invulnerable and unstoppable. Also, we're giving uh, some buffs to Tom Kench as well. Now, whenever he devours a champion, uh, they're permanently deleted from the game and become unplayable, unavailable to play. Uh, also, Colton, we know you play Zach, but we can't think of any buffs for him, so we're just going to give you a partnership. As for the nerfs, we're going to remove Windwall, Samira W, Gwen W, and Zinzao R because we can. We're also removing Rumble because that champion was a mistake and deserves to burn. Not sorry for the Rumble slander, our miss. Uh, conveniently left out a, uh, a specific uh, mustachioed character from that Windwall list. Yeah, um, that's true. I do think that Brahms is the most reasonable version of it, though. I, I would agree. I would agree. But that is funny to me that um, that people think that is okay um, and, and other variations of it are just so toxic for the mm-hmm. game. I'm not saying that Armis thinks that, but yeah. I think that's a very common sentiment, you know? Mm-hmm. And I again, I think that there's merit to that, why Brahms is okay and why Yasuo's isn't. I think one of the biggest things for me for Yasuo's in particular is that it like starts almost behind him and gets yeah. full effect from the cast point. So like the skill shot can literally be on your model when you cast it and it'll still block. And like well, that's the case for Braum as well. But I, I think the best example is like whenever you're playing Yasuo and a skill shot is thrown at you, you can throw your wind wall what 180 degrees away from the skill shot and it'll block it because it comes out from like a mm-hmm. l- like colton was saying a little bit from behind you yeah you can do it in the exact wrong direction or, or again that you can just like throw it out so quickly and that it like applies immediately and it, it not at where it actually casts but from behind you and everything in front of it to that point mm-hmm. like that's the part to me that's wild as well as like Again, it, it blocks everything, period, for a period of time. Whereas Braum, like, it blocks the first one, and then he just absorbs the rest of it. And still takes reduced damage, but damage nonetheless. Where it's like, okay, yeah, cool. Big shield guy protects me and takes minimized damage because he's behind big shield. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mobile assassin dude can stop literally, like, five characters pumping artillery into him because, haha, wind go burr. Yeah, I... I'm I don't know I'm more okay with with it um just because I think currently at least Yasuo as a character is quite weak um 
compared to some of his previous states. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I can understand that. I can understand that. Yeah, I, and again, I, I don't think it like. I think thematically it's not great, but I I don't have a, like a huge problem with it gameplay wise. I think yeah. it's in a lot of cases really frustrating, but it, it's not like game breaking. Anyway, yeah, I, mean, I was gonna say a lot of abilities are are very frustrating, and and I think people don't really want to admit slash understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next email or sorry, thank you, Armis. Next one is yeah, thanks, from Armis. Gavin. Hey, Leecast. It's me, Gavin, back with another email. Today, I wanted to bring up my ping because someone mentioned their ping getting better uh, last episode from 80 to 150. And I'd like to say after buying a router recently, my ping went from 100 to 120 on a good day down to 50. And I'm finally ranking up from where I was hard stuck for 200 or so games. Funny enough, though, my account just got put on a temporary ban, which was slightly deserved, I'll admit. Uh, I got a chat ban in one of my games because my 80 80 carry started flaming me when I was the only one on my team doing well at the time because I messed up in a team fight and we lost it, so he started spam pinging and flaming me for not carrying enough. To which I then said, well, have fun not getting carried uh, at all. I don't want to win the game for you if you're going to flame me, and then I just played the game out casually, not really trying. Got a chat restriction, which was understandable, and I said I wasn't going to try my best to win in a ranked game. Fast forward 12 games later, and I'm off chat restrict restrict and playing a game, and I ended up going 0-4 in laning phase, and my whole team started flaming me for inting. To which I replied, fuck off, I'm muting all of you, I'm trying my best. (laughs) Long story short, now my account is on a two-week ban because of it. XD. Anyway, sorry for the long email, thought I'd inform you on my unfortunate but funny circumstances. Have a good day, and as always, thanks for the podcast. <laughs> that's so um, funny. So that's uh, that's a bit of a journey. Uh, I'm sure there was, you know, more small things because it's typically not just one instance that gets somebody restricted or banned. I would say in general, though, like Aiden says, just turn off chat if you're if you're worried about it or you can't not respond to people like spam pinging and flaming you. Uh, aside from that, yeah, I mean. Going from, like, 120 down to 50 is pretty significant. I also think, like, better ping is more of a mental thing. Absolutely. Where it just, like, feels better. And you feel like the mistakes you made are, like, okay, that was my fault. Or, like, you don't get upset if something happened. Like, if you maybe miss a skill shot because of your ping. And I I think it's more of a mental thing than an actual gameplay thing. I, I also think it's something that um, has been propagated by streamers and high, higher ELO players um, where, you know, the difference between 80 ping and, and you know, 50 ping could be actually important and, and um, sort of noticeable. But I, I think for the average player or even the top, like, 95% or the, the bottom 95% of players – there's not going to be a huge difference between ping as long as it's not, I think, anything over like 100. You know, if 100 mm-hmm. ping is when I think it starts to become super noticeable and actually like can influence your game a tremendous amount. Um, but anything sub 100 is is playable, you know. And, yeah, and I, I I think it's a cop out excuse um, based on what streamers are are you know saying. Yeah, to me, I think that this is something that is propagated just in video games in general, 
way too much that like fps and like your graphic settings and your ping, like yes they do matter it's it's not a zero factor but but the fact is like if i put faker on like a 2002 dell laptop and had him play league of legends against me and i was on like you know a nice 4k setup with like a quad titan he would still kick my ass <laughs> yeah right like there there is something to be said about it but i i don't think for the vast vast majority of people that it's like going from whatever you're currently at to 10 ping and like 120 fps solid at maximum like it's not really going to change anything yeah i mean you the human eye can't even see past 30 so mm. i don't understand you know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah now I, I will say like ping fluctuate i i think a steady connection below 100 is playable right but if you're going from like 30 to 80 to 15 to 95 like then it then it becomes problematic like yeah yeah that i think that yeah know. unstable is worse than just higher and i think yeah like we've seen it plenty of times with streamers playing like korean streamers playing on eu west or like na players playing on eu or even on korea where it's like hey even if double lift is playing at 300 ping he's still getting to like challenger just fine yeah 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 uh, uh but thank you gavin yeah um next email is from albert what do you guys think of the new jungle changes? Do you think it's uh, just Riot's way of avoiding um, having to deal with autofill disparity by just making low elo or, quote, worse junglers less punished in addition to this? Do you think the reintroduction of comeback XP contributes to this along with the smite changes? So two to three level leads on an enemy jungler basically means nothing anymore. Um, so this was Riot's uh, discussion about the jungle or um, changes that they wanted to make to, to the jungle. Uh, I don't think they are live on the pbe even um so there's not a ton that we can mm-hmm. truly go off of straight off the the dome um so yeah the, the things that i recall at least are the idea that they're bringing comeback exp back and mm-hmm. that they're changing smite to just be a flat amount and then it goes for it's, it's 500 always until you get the upgraded to your item and then it's a thousand um which i mean it it takes away the like i'm up one level lol you can't outsmite me because i have 10 more damage thing which in reality i don't think was ever the case like i mean very rarely but not in yeah like again like 99.9 percent of the time you are not smiting within 10 10 hp of the perfect number at the perfect time yeah um Like, if you are, damn, you're a good smiter, but, like, there's there's a reason that even at LCS level and LCK at world stage, like... There the are, steals aren't guaranteed, There are dragon right? steals, there are baron steals, there are steals from lower level yeah. smites and higher level smites. Like, timing it well with everything that's happening, like, it's so much more about analyzing, like, who are all the characters hitting it? Are they using abilities? What items do they have? Like knowing that the jinx might crit it and so that auto attack could be 100 or it could be 300 mm-hmm. like that's what you need to be paying attention to i don't really think that takes it away 
Ketchup XP is an iffy subject where I think there's a level where it does need to be in the game, but it never needs to be really high. Um, cause, cause if you're like, if you're trashing the enemy jungler, you should be able to just stomp them because like, like, Hey, I, I'm out playing you. I, I killed you in your jungle. I stole three camps and I came back and I stole three camps again. I should be three levels ahead of you. But what shouldn't be the case is like, I did a half clear and got a successful gank bot that was a double kill. And you just power farmed and did one and a half clears in that time. And now you're three levels ahead of me. And there's no way for me to catch up. Like, that's what yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. There needs to be some balance. Um, like you were saying, I, I think ketchup XP should exist. But I also agree that I think it, it can't be as influential as maybe it has in the pa- like has been in the past. Um, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. that's been something that like has ruined the jungle in, in certain metas right yeah like i don't know it can be done very very badly so Mm -hmm. it's an iffy thing it needs to be done well um it it needs to exist but it it shouldn't be an abusable mechanic yeah and I, i think the bigger thing is that it needs to exist at least in the current state like i i think that there are a lot more things kind of under the hood that need to be adjusted and then eventually they can probably take it away um and i think that again if you don't have it at all it's not like game breaking unplayable but it it can feel really shitty again like in the situation where it's like you did a half clear and a successful gank and they just did a full clear and then let's say you did like another half clear and a successful gank and they just do another full clear and now they're like two levels ahead of you you try and like contest the scuttle they solo kill you and the game's yeah and you're like cool my bad for ganking as a jungler instead of afk farming yeah Yeah. um but there's also the other side of it where sometimes you're trying to power farm and they gank all your lanes and the game's over anyway the only other change that i remember and i remember discussing this in the discord um spoiler if you're not in the discord this is where we have a lot of conversations throughout the week if you don't want to wait for the show um if you smite the scuttle crab now, it breaks shield and then applies smite damage. Um, which I was arguing is I, I feel like is a, is a nothing change, um, because I think very rarely do you ever want to open up your your fight against scuttle, you know, the contest over scuttle or whatever, yeah. with smite. Um, while it doesn't, so Riot highlighted the the. Um, distinction and the advantage to having cc or you know an ability to break the the crabs the the scuttle crabs shield right mm-hmm. but i don't know i don't know if the smite changes actually do anything because god forbid you play 50 50 you know on a, the first two scuttles which i think are the only the, the only ones even worth discussing regarding this um but God forbid you play 50-50 and, and lose it, you know, in a solo queue environment at least, where you don't have perfect information about jungle starts and pathing and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, how, like, how do you ever use Smite on Scuttle, like, without knowing 100% where the other jungler is if they have CC and don't need to Smite it? Yeah. You know? I, I get what you're saying, and I agree that as a general note i i'd say that like 
it's weird because Scuttle after the shield it does not have a lot of health. So yeah. right, like let's say I'm playing Lee Sin, so I don't have a hard C. I don't have a hard CC. Mm-hmm. If I just walk up like smite it QQ, it's pretty much dead. Yeah. Um, and so like I can do that, but I think in in reality the fact is like they made jungle in a way that like you need to be able to power farm, but you also need hard CC, but you also need either like a strong gap close mobility, or to be someone who can abuse chem tank like that's right like that's the meta right now Mm -hmm. and i think that a lot of it is solved by just like okay well if you don't want to make power farming so long like and i think they were talking about like extending the camp timers by like 10 seconds yeah i think it's 15 currently if you want to even out scuttle just hey give it half of the shield amount as regular health and take away this bullshit you need to stun it mechanic like that's what i was saying why like so obviously you don't want scuttle to be taken instantly right i i guess for whatever reason um give it yeah give it extra hp so and and limit limit the effectiveness of you know uh, percent health scalings against it Mm -hmm. so that way i don't don't know so that way you don't melt it as i don't even know a character who jungle like as a lease Mm -hmm. right so you don't so you don't do six thousand damage with your with your Q as a lease. Yeah, it's um, the the disparity on how long it takes to clear scuttle between different junglers is wild, and I I could really see them adjusting it because like as someone who plays a lot of fiddlesticks and even, yeah, even I was gonna say Zach right now like okay one having to blow your E for scuttle fucking sucks because mm-hmm. then you don't have an escape or a way in if a fight starts and if not it takes you like twelve years to kill it. Because you have to, like, yeah. go between picking up your blob and going back to the scuttle, and you do no damage anyway. Like, just change scuttle so that it's more consistent. And, like, th- there are so many ways to go about the problem other than, like, lol, smite breaks the shield now, but then someone's just going to come steal it from you. Yeah, I, I don't understand that specific change, I guess. Um, it, it seems like there are easier, like, m- more clear changes that they could make that they mm-hmm. aren't going with yeah so i i don't know I, I i think it's a nice change to to um junglers without cc obviously um but i also think in the context of a of a normal game uh there are going to be very few scenarios in which for the first two scuttles or for the first scuttle spawn which i think is the again the only one worth actually you know discussing in this context uh, because anything after that is rarely contested to the to the level that the first ones are. The, the right? first one's the most important by far, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think any beyond the first are far less contested, um, to that degree at least. I I just don't know, like, why arbitrarily give characters with crowd control, uh, like a stronger jungle clear clear because scuttles that important. Yeah. Right. Why not just give it extra health? Yeah, and I, I don't. Think I don't know those, what what changes. I, I think a lot of those characters don't need the help. Yeah, and like I think I think it, it feels more like excluding the people who don't have it than including the ones who do. Like mm-hmm. you don't feel like oh this is so cool, it makes Udir viable, it, right? Because I can CC the scuttle and I can take scuttle fast. Like that makes my character good, and I think. Like, that is part of why Udir is and was good, but, like... I literally more, think the only it, character that's true for is Tom Kench. 
Like, because you can cheese Scuttle that hard with Tom Kench, mm-hmm. I think that's the only reason his jungle is even, like, remotely viable. Yeah, but, but like, much more than that, it's just, like, certain characters, you're like, oh, wow, well, I guess I just get to hit Scuttle for 25 seconds, because I don't have yeah. hard CC, that's fun. Yeah, Like, fucking on, like, Shivana, which, I mean, her clear's already nuts, so Scuttle's not even that bad, but, like, Shivana, fucking... I mean, Zach, Lee Sin, like Kha'Zix. Lee Sin, yeah, Kha'Zix. I mean, again, you know? like, they have other tools to do it, but it's just, it's such a weird thing. Anyway, that's enough about Scuttle yeah. and Smite <laughs> and changes that we might not ever see, if not not see for a couple weeks. The, the, jungle, the jungle needs changes, so I'm, I'm yeah. glad it's, you know, it's happening. The jungle's always fucked since the beginning of League, and it always will be. Yes. Thanks for the email, Albert. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, next one's from Thoriander. For the roundtable, he said, I would love to see... Underworld Twisted Fate. Yeah, Underworld Twisted Fate get reworked. It was the skin that I first wanted really badly when I started playing, and it is just one of those skins that the splash art looks better than it does in game. And the splash, it looks like it should have some of the best, uh, it should have some sort of particles or like flame effect off of his arm, and I think it could have been designed better. I would also love to see Spirit Guard Udir get an update as well. I was thinking about the mini games that Aiden streamed last week and thought of a good name. You should call it LOL Party, like Mario Party. Uh, you guys have a good one, and I am sorry for the length of this email, Thoriander. Hmm. I'm down, dude. I'm always down for updating Spirit Guard Udir and Twisted Fate. Fucking, I think Underworld Twisted Fate, yeah, is one that definitely could use some adjustments. But I, re- I really like that skin. But I, I could agree. I could agree. You know what? If you want to change it, that's, that's cool with me. <laughs> I, I think it's not so much change, but just, like, give it a little more. Mm-hmm. A little more oomph. Okay. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. Thanks for um, the Yeah, and I, as for your, your LOL party, um, I think, you know, it was really fun to do. Nintendo uh, I think it us. would get... Huh? Nintendo will sue us. Oh, absolutely. They'll they'll cease and desist us, yeah, you know, for, sure, for, for, sure. for even mentioning Mario Party. True. We gotta um, stop. Uh, sorry. He wasn't talking... You said <laughs> Maria's party, because our friend yeah. Maria is having a birthday party. <laughs> We're going to play Mario Party there. Oh, no, Nick! <laughs> oh, shit. We're going to play Melee. There we go. We're, do- we're doomed now. Oh, no. Um, I I think it's it's fun to do them every once in a while, but we we don't want to do anything that, that um, you know, lasts or, uh, or or that we commit to for that, that long, I suppose. Because I, I, I think those get a little bit stale, honestly. Um, yeah. But they were fun. They were fun. They were I, I think, yeah. They're, they're very good for, like, one maybe two playthroughs but at that point it's just like cool whoever like picks lee sin yeah it sort of becomes solved at that point and and part of the fun was oh okay i i 100 thought nunu was going to be the character oh but everyone else went went in different directions mm-hmm. you know yeah so. and i i that yeah i think right like that that was the fun of that game mode was mm-hmm. that he told us the rules in champion select and it's like you have like 30 seconds to draft the comp that can solve this problem. Yeah. And, like, yeah. that as theory crafting is really fun. But at a certain point, it's like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, right. It gets solved after maybe two or three games. And mm-hmm. I don't think any of us want to play, like, a hundred games to try and shave off, like, one to two seconds off a timer or something. Yeah. You know, in reality, I should have just not locked in my character until, like, the last second to give you guys no time. <laughs> um, no, that would have been toxic. Thank you, Thoriander. Next question. 
from Scott, our next email. Uh, Haley Cass, I have a serious proposition for you guys. I'm a firm believer that Boyfriend from Friday Night Funkin' would have been a better addition to League of Legends than Seraphine. Number one, Boyfriend does uh ha- wait does blue hair better than Seraphine? Hers is dyed blue and looks shitty, but Boyfriend's is all natural. Number two, Boyfriend is a better singer than Seraphine. Anyone who has ever played Friday Night Funkin' would agree. Boyfriend sounds like an angel when he sings, just an absolute unit of a singer. Uh, Seraphine just sounds weird and the voice lines are cringe too. One day I want to swim in the wa- in water like a little manta. Like, shut up. Boyfriend would have better uh, voice lines like his classic beep boop skiddy bop. Skiddy bop. It's just that simple. Number three, his music has more total listens on Spotify than Seraphine. It's true. Look it up. Um, number four, and my last point, uh, boyfriend has absolute bars. Imagine you're in a team fight and then boyfriend starts laying down some bars, instantly eliminating the entire enemy team due to his overwhelming power. He wouldn't be a support. He'd be a mid laner like it was always meant to be. Uh, thank you for considering my opinion. P.S. If you have not made, uh, if you have not yet played Friday Night Funkin', please do. It's free on new rounds and it's an amazingly made game, Scott. Um, so I actually learned what this was yesterday, Colton. It is a... Uh, rhythm game yeah. very similar to to ddr um from what it looked like um, yeah i i really just heard about it as well last night i think when henderson was talking about yeah it. henderson yeah um so i i'm with you that they could have done something better with like a sound mage that um, i'm with you there i don't know anything about boyfriend from friday night funkin mm-hmm. um that being said i i'm not really a huge fan of like the sound of seraphine where, like, she's supposed to be, like, this singer character. And the only thing I can tell you is she does, like, the, ah, and I'm just like, that, yeah. it's so annoying. Every fucking time, I hate it. <laughs> um, whereas, like, I would much rather have something more in line with, like, Sona Alt, where it's just, like, okay, cool, crescendo. It's one big noise, and you know what's happening. Like, yeah. I'd rather have a sound wave where it's, like, hey, they cast their ult, and it's, like, real loud, and even if they're singing or something, and it's just, like, here's, like, the cone of sound happening. Oh, no. Yeah, that that makes sense. I I, I don't know. I don't have the Seraphine hate in my heart that everyone else does. Yeah, it's because you're I a don't Seraphine understand. simp. Probably, you know? <laughs> I, I don't hate her. I just... I, I think it could have been a lot better. I mean, but you could say that about literally any yeah. champion, I feel like. Except like, for Like, that's Jin. the thing. Except for Jin. Like, why, hey, hey, guys, why the fuck do we have Volibear when they should have just brought in Ursa from Dota 2? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, why do we have any character that's instead of Evoker from Dota 2? You can see where uh, where you oh, know, a yeah. lot of my uh, my opinions come from. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I agree. I, I just, uh, at the very least, like, man, it would have been sick to have, like, an actual mid lane not support mage and like a like sonic boom mage character is what i want i would agree yeah like, w- what he agree. seems to be describing where it's like i'm imagining the ultimate kind of like um, i'm thinking like chogath w but like a bigger cone and maybe it's got like two or three waves and it just nukes mm-hmm. that's what i want anyway thanks for the email scott uh, i'm sure at some time at some point we'll check it out i think they're turning it into like a, a proper oh, game, game, not a flash yeah. game. Um, not that flash games aren't proper, but they're developing it further. So I think that's our plan is kind of to wait for that. Uh, next email from Skoog. I thought it said Skoong, but there's no end. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, he said, I started playing Malzahar recently after Papa Bear took over EUW. I've been able to consistently get first tower and bully most mid laners under tower while creating a CS lead. Is this more inductive, in, inductive to consistent, I think inducive, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, to consistent wins over constant roams attempting to get other lanes ahead? Uh, the push and roam strategy seems to be what top players do the most, but is this what is best for low elo? Thank you for simping my long email. Um, it's iffy because like there, there's arguments on both sides. I think generally, the better strat is to like push, drop your wave and roam, because mm -hmm. in general players are less aware of what's not happening in their lane, so you have a better chance of getting that roam off and like getting a double kill bot or something. Um, and against like really good players you're probably not going to be able to, like, get a 50 CS lead and so solo kill them four times. They'll be like, cool, I'll chill under tower, get, you know, half the CS and just never die if they're, like, yeah. they're good at playing safe, particularly in mid lane. Um, I don't know. It's, it, it's weird, though, because, like, if you can do that, it's very consistent, and you don't then have to rely on your lanes reacting properly which can be a huge bummer if you like dump the mid wave start a roam and like their bot lane and jungler just collapse on you in the river and your jungler is just chilling there doing raptors and your bot lanes like afk farming you're like this would have been a 4v3 yeah <laughs> like we yeah. would have killed them all and gotten dragon <laughs> but i'd say at the very least do what's working for you and if if you're stomping lanes and getting big cs leads and solo kills like keep doing that because that'll win games yeah yeah i mean winning your lane is is a really good way to actually win the game um as long as you're transitioning that into a good uh you know lead across mm -hmm. the map i also think that in general malzar is not a great roaming character yeah like, that's what i was gonna say he's good in fights and if you like if 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 their bot lane is pushed up and you can get behind them, like, you're going to kill them both. Um, but he doesn't have, like, the speed to get there quickly or, like, the 100 to 0 capability that most shove a wave and roam characters do. Like, there, there's a reason that, you know, like, Talon is the epitome of that is because he's going to get to that lane immediately and just pop somebody. Whereas Malzahar, half the time you're going to walk over a ward, like, at the dragon pit... And then have and they're to just walk gonna back. slowly walk away from yeah, you. Yeah, and you just wasted twenty seconds. Yeah, yeah. Malzahar is a fantastic character at like neutralizing lanes and just turning it into farm fests, which is really good for shutting down those roam characters. Um, mm -hmm. But as well, he's great if you're on par, like on page with your jungler. Yeah, right. If fantastic you, in the two v two. Yeah, if your jungler is like invading red buff and you get there first, you win that fight every single time. Yeah, it would be right, very right. difficult to not win that fight. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, even if, if their mid follows after you, like, that's one of those where you, you should almost always win that, regardless of what two champions they have. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's what you should be looking out for more, is, like, how do you support what your jungler is doing? Or, at the very least, like, when you dump this wave, if you don't have tower plates to get or you don't feel safe doing it, like, get a ward out, reset for items, like, support your jungler. Those are some other things you can do. Besides, like, hard committing to a roam bot or top. Yeah. 
But, I mean, if this has been working for you, keep it up. Uh, thanks for the email, Scoog. Our last email is from Milky. Hey, boys, it's Milky again, and I'm of the opinion that Gwen isn't uh, uh, that bad, but she also isn't that good. She seems to lose most top matchups, which is unfortunate, and then if she can't get out of the laning phase, she's almost guaranteed a loss unless the enemy top laner wasn't part of their win con. Most people tend to be taking Conqueror, but I've been testing out Hell Blades and have been theory crafting whether or not uh, she could use Electrocute and press the attack effectively. I've had some success with Halo Blades going with Sudden Impact Eyeball Collection Ravenous Hunter, uh, with Time Work Tonic and Futures Market. When it seems like a lane, I'll just give up CS in. She has certain lanes where she's just destined to lose. The ones that I can think of of the top of my head are Fiora, Malphite, Yone, and Garen. They all can get on top of her inside her W and or CC her. And she's uh, just too squishy to really fight them. Another thing I think is interesting is how Gwen isn't allowed to have hard CC because of her W, but Fiora, who is Gu who Gwen is meant to be the AP counterpart of, is allowed to have a hard CC on her ability that makes her invulnerable. I said it when she was released, uh, when she was first teased, and I'll say it now, how long until they put just put a root on the last cast of Gwen's R because she honestly needs any kind of CC that isn't just a slow on her only ranged ability. Uh, well, now that I'm done ranting, I'd like to hear what y'all have to say about her. Now that it's been like three weeks since her release, uh, have a good one, boys. Milky. Um, I really think Conqueror is her best rune. She procs it so fast that I think it's hard to go anything but Conqueror. Uh, and then she can just utilize the healing aspect of it so well. Um, with, even if she doesn't go Riftmaker, her, her healing is nuts yeah. because of Conqueror. It's wild. Because um, Conqueror is that, fucked and they need to remove it. Yeah, I mean, yes, yes. <laughs> that being said, um, I don't think she needs any hard CC, and I don't think the counterpart or you know comparison is is there. Um, I personally really like Repost as an ability because I I think it forces really interesting counterplay. Um, the only part of it that I don't like is the attack speed slow, uh, just because I think that's a little bit out of place. Um, you don't but you don't like that she doesn't have to aim it. I mean. She, but then it doesn't do anything, right? It it protects her, but then she's down an ability too. Arguably her most important ability. I mean, there's there's pros and cons to both. I I'm fine that she doesn't have to aim it, um, because then she doesn't get the benefit of actually parrying an ability. You know, she can't proc a vital. She can't get any hard CC. She can't slow attack speed. I thought it still. I think it still does hard CC you even if she aims wrong. Uh, I mean, like if, 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 wait, if for uh, so example, so like, right, if I'm, if I'm playing Blitzcrank and I hook the Fiora and she does her repost and it's pointed at me versus pointed in the opposite direction towards her tower and I hit her while it's active, I still get stunned and it doesn't pull her. In both scenarios? Yeah. No, that's I... not the case. She, she only, she only, um, CCs in that little box. No, that's not true. It is one hundred percent true. No, she only CCs in that little box. No, I I've... I would bet I would bet money on this. Okay, we can test it after the show, but you're wrong. I'm one hundred percent right. Um, I will agree with you, Milky. Um, that I think she she probably needs to do a little bit less damage with her ultimate. Um, because boy, that last cast fucking shreds. Uh, but I do think she needs another form of crowd control i don't think it needs to be a hard cc i think even a very small I, this is what i proposed after playing her in community night i think a very small slow attached to her e um 
like hey your next auto attack will slow the you, you know the, the first target that you hit for like 20 percent. i don't know just to make it a little bit easier to, to land the sweet spot queue um or even any cues at all <laughs> straight up um but uh yeah i think she, i think gwen's in an okay spot she'll i don't think she'll ever see play competitive uh competitively unless her numbers are just too strong um but I, I think she's a solid solo queue character um, that uh, I, th I think is in a pretty okay spot at the moment. Yeah. Um, in terms of Rune, I think Conqueror is her best right now. Yeah, I, for sure. I'm on the thought pattern that I think Conqueror just needs to get fucking destroyed. And then we get that interesting question of is it Hail of Blades, is it Electrocute, or is it Press the Attack? Um, but anyway, I, I haven't played much of her to really say much else. I... I don't think it would be terrible to give her a hard CC, and it seems a little odd that she doesn't have one with the way that her snip, snip, snip works, where she's not moving at all for that. I think it's because she has the snip, snip, snip. I think I think it would be too strong of an ability if she... Because it's just true damage in the center. That's fair, you know? yeah. it's, And it's a lot of true damage. Yeah. So I, I think she can't have hard CC, um, but I think she does need another slow that's not tied to her ultimate. I could see it being like... Less than a second hard CC, like oh absolutely, like the ultimate. If it was like a point seven five second root, or even if it was like point five okay, point okay, seven five one second at like max rank, I think that would be fine. But yeah. she definitely shouldn't get like anything longer than a second because at that point, no. yeah, it's just like, oh wow, I guess she just snips me for my entire health bar. Yeah, the th the thing is like, I under I I've. I understand wanting playing Gwen and wanting to have hard CC to land your Q, but you have to look at it from the perspective of like, you probably shouldn't be able to guarantee land your Q every single time on Gwen, like yeah. as part of a combo, because I don't think that's good for the game. Mm -hmm. You know, then, then we start to get to, uh, to like <laughs> Yone and Yasuo levels of, uh, yeah. interactability. Mm. <laughs> um, or the, that's or, it. Yeah. That's, that's the show. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> thanks, Milky, for the email. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to send us an email, you can send us uh, an email at mail at leaguecastpodcast.com. Uh, watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash bluebasket and slash king, uh, slash king lardo and slash leaguecastfrost. Uh, tweet at us. Uh, we are at leaguecast on Facebook. We are leaguecast. Visit our website, leaguecastpodcast.com. Join our Discord, leaguecastpodcast.com forward slash Discord. Finally, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash leaguecast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.